Welcome to Extra Drama for Sweet Valley High Book 4 Power Play. I'm here again on the line with one of my best, best friends, Mary-Kate Battles. Yay! Uh, We've been friends since middle school. And Mary-Kate, thanks for uh, agreeing to uh, do this again. I love you so much, and I know that you love it. I am more than happy to be here because I love you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> You've changed your tune a bit from last time when I think you hated me. I'm a little me. less juiced about it. I'm a little less <laughs> juiced about it. I'm not going to lie. Well, uh, hopefully that's for the best, although I like that juice, that fiery energy is, is good for the show, you know? Oh, totally. <laughs> Whatever I can do for your ratings, Marissa. Well, what I really, oh, good. Thank you. Well, what I really <laughs> want to talk about um, today, if you'll indulge me, is um, the B story of Power Play, which has nothing to do with Robin Wilson at all, but is in its own way still a very juicy, dramatic tale. So definitely fitting for the extra drama title. Yeah, it was, it's pretty juicy. Um and I'm kind of glad it doesn't involve poor Robin. She's got enough going on. Absolutely, absolutely. I think that the Robin story is a distraction a bit from Elizabeth of the drama of what's happening in the B story, which is um, a shoplifting scandal, right? Yeah, and, you know, I guess there's just no rich aunt really there. Um, no one else is giving her this fancy jewelry. Okay. Lies. Well, so many lies. Well, okay, but it's not Elizabeth that is involved in the shoplifting scandal, except no, as, no, no, as no. she gets no. roped into it. The person in question yes, is, uh, well, actually, you know what? We'll tease it out a little bit, story style. So it all starts with a beautiful scarf that Jessica's wearing when she first comes home from her errands, and she's uh, hasn't been helping out Elizabeth. Elizabeth's annoyed, and she's wearing this beautiful scarf, and Liz is like, hmm, where'd you get that? And Elizabeth, or sorry, Jessica says that Lila Fowler's rich aunt gave it to Lila, and Lila passed it on to to Jessica. And let's be real, that's way too fancy of a gift. I mean, come on. Yeah, and Elizabeth is clocking that right away, like, okay, that's awfully nice of Lila. I didn't know Lila did nice things. But Jessica jumps straight to defending her friend and accusing Elizabeth of being jealous of their friendship. Like, you were always jealous of Lila. Yeah, I don't really care. Well, I mean, I guess I don't know. But no matter how rich you are, are you really giving, like, hundreds of dollars worth of gifts to your high school friends? Yeah, they're both 16. So suspicious. It's also the whole scarf is this blue, beautiful blue silk scarf. It sounds very pretty, but it doesn't sound like something that's, like, normal for a young woman to be wearing. Especially not one as, like, hip. Uh, We've heard it described as... um, like new wave fashion choices in previous books uh, <laughs> as Jessica. But anyway, um, fast forward a few more days and Jessica is wearing even more beautiful stuff. She's got all this gold jewelry on. Yeah. And one of them is this Egyptian ring, right? Yeah. And then like a also ring. like a, you know, Elizabeth asked Jessica about it. Like, where'd you get all that gold? And she's like, uh, don't get all upset, sister dear. There's nothing wrong with accepting a few gifts from a good friend. But <laughs> then a couple yeah. days, she says again, like, it's the aunt. It's Lila's aunt. You know, this is what's happening. Lila has this rich aunt. And it's believable that Lila would have a rich aunt. Lila is very rich. She's the richest girl yeah. in Sweet Valley. 
Yes. But Elizabeth smells a fish, especially when she notices that Lila has a gorgeous ring, This another one of these Egyptian rings of the same style on her own finger. Yeah, it's starting to get fishy. Well, and then Elizabeth asks Lila about her aunt, and Lila has totally forgotten her lie. Like, she's doing a very bad job of lying. She's no Elizabeth, in, or sorry, ah, no Jessica in that regard. Um, I feel like there could be a listener drinking game for how often myself or the guests switch their names. Um, oh, 100%. I can't even tell you, begin to tell you how many times I've <laughs> So, Elizabeth, I, I marked the page here. It's on page 45. Elizabeth says to Lila, say, Lila, how's your aunt? What aunt? <laughs> you know, the one from New York, the shopping freak. Are you on weird pills, Liz? You're not making a lot of sense. Patience, Elizabeth told herself. So, and Elizabeth goes on, and Lila finally is like, "Oh right, my aunt. Um, she's fine. Maybe I'll go live with her soon. Like she's just making shit up." <laughs> and um, then she's like, "Stop staring at my hand, Elizabeth. You're weird." And like goes away. So uh, now Elizabeth is pretty sure something's up, but she kind of drops it for a while because she's got enough on her plate with this whole Robin Wilson drama. So the next thing that happens is that Elizabeth is just shopping at uh, the mall in Sweet Valley. And she goes past this uh, shop called Lizette's, which factors into a lot of episodes of this series. Or I guess they're not, they're books, not episodes, but (laughs) either way. And she goes into Lizette's, and what does she see there? Do you remember? She sees... That beautiful scarf that her sister had. Exactly. She had to go in there and ask about it. And when she asks about it, she finds that this is the only place in the United States where you can get these scarves. They are the only store that has them. Exactly. Mm. Like the only in the whole world. She's like, the clerk at Lizette's is like, this is an exclusive. And Liz, you know, does her reporter thing. She's like getting down to down into it. She's like exclusive for California, you mean? Which is like, <laughs> why would that be what she meant? But she's no, no exclusive, exclusive, exclusive. This is the only place you can get it. And then Liz gets a little f- nervous as she's putting the pieces together, and she, because uh, a New York aunt couldn't have bought a California exclusive scarf. And then Elizabeth, like, knocks over a tray of jewelry, and the clerk gets really nervous. She's like, you have to stay here until we clean this all up. Because we've been having uh, we've been having a lot of shoplifting here, and there was a scarf just like that scarf that got stolen. Well, I don't know. Elizabeth is trying to think the best of her sister and of Lila, but she's very nervous. Yeah, I would be, too. Especially when your sister looks exactly like you. <laughs> <laughs> True, and that becomes important. But I guess I'm jumping ahead. Um, Elizabeth goes home and like confronts Jessica again. Because there's this funny thing happening where it's like, uh, the reason that it doesn't seem like Lila is shoplifting, like that seems doubtful, is that she's so rich. Like she could buy anything she wanted, so why would she be stealing? Totally. But as we know... Man, people with daddy problems, they like to steal. (laughs) Yeah, like shoplifting, you know, people shoplift for lots of reasons, but one of the big ones is just for the thrill of it, especially when you're a 16-year-old girl stealing from the mall. So um, then that's not even exactly Lila's reasoning. 
But now she just is desperate for attention. She's from desperate her for attention. Yeah, I mean, like spoiler alert: Lila's the one that's been stealing everything. <laughs> and when Elizabeth goes home to Jessica and is like pressing her, like you say that Lila's aunt gave you that stuff, is that still your story? Jessica freaks out. In fact. Elizabeth was thinking of telling their mom rather than going to Jessica. She doesn't do that. She confronts Jessica. And Jessica is like, Elizabeth, this is too much. I'm going to tell mom. Like, Jessica is going to tell on Elizabeth, (laughs) which this doesn't come up too much in the series, that they're going to tell on each other to their parents. But she's so incensed. So that kind of convinces Elizabeth that it's probably not Jessica unless she's really putting on a good act. Um, Right. And it all becomes clear when... Elizabeth goes to the mall. She's getting a watch band for Todd's birthday. Oh. <laughs> Aww. Yeah, that's so sweet. Oh, Todd. He'll and... love it. He loves watch bands. Yeah. And... Well, and the clerk at Lizette's just decides that she has been the one. This is the girl that's been stealing everything. Yeah. Well, but before the clerk says that, um, Elizabeth sees someone stealing from the mall. She sees a girl oh, like in right. a sweatshirt stealing a bracelet, and then she turns around. And it looks like Lila, but Lila doesn't see Elizabeth. And she follow Elizabeth follows the girl out to the car, and then it becomes very clear that it's Lila because um, this is the first time this has been mentioned on the podcast. Lila Fowler drives drives a lime green Triumph. <laughs> so sweet. It is an unmistakable car. Lime Green Triumph. Um, There's a picture of it on SweetValleyDiaries.net if you want to see what one of those looks like. (laughs) And uh, so now when Elizabeth goes back to the store to like, she just sort of like blindly in a, in a haze walks back to the store and the clerk is like, there she is the shoplifter. That's what you were saying. Like she gets accused. I was getting ahead of myself. I'm so excited about this part. (laughs) Well, and the (laughs) the clerk recognizes her from being the one who was like snooping around the stolen scarf and acting what she thought was suspicious. I mean, it's unfair, but um, yeah. So Elizabeth runs, 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 runs. She's, it's so dramatic. Like something out of a movie. She even thinks to herself where someone is falsely accused and, um, (laughs) She goes home, and there's a funny moment. Keep in mind, this is all in the midst of this much more dramatic, somehow, Robin Wilson saga. And um, it's on page 95. I marked it here because it made me laugh. Uh, And it's terrible. (laughs) Um, So Elizabeth says to Jessica, I'm just sorry I suspected you of doing something you didn't do. She's apologizing, but, like, not saying why. I'm so sorry I suspected you of doing something you didn't do. And Jessica says... Well, I'm glad you realized that anyway. Robin Wilson was your doing. (laughs) (laughs) Which is not true. Like, well, I guess it's sort of true in a way, but not the pain that is inflicted on Robin. That's all Jessica and her bitchy friends. Agreed. This is all after Robin Wilson has been excluded from PBA and it started acting really weird. (sighs) This is when Robin is, quote, getting herself together. Yeah, but also via acting really weird because she's like, she's like retreating inward. It's uh, you mean because she's not eating? She probably. Has an eating disorder now? She's looking oh, very sallow. Yes, <laughs> she has no energy because she's not yeah. getting enough protein or vitamins. No, <laughs> or just calories. She's just running too many laps on the track and not eating her candy bars. So yeah. Know. So that's about it for this story until Elizabeth gets a phone call from Lila and it's something terrible has happened. Jessica's been arrested for shoplifting. 
Oh my god. Now keep in mind, at this point, Lila does not know that Elizabeth knows that she's shoplifting. So when Elizabeth goes to the mall, Lila's like, oh my gosh, I can't believe Jessica would steal things. Right. And Elizabeth's like, she didn't, they, the clerks think she was me. And Lila says something like, you were stealing too? And Elizabeth's like, drop it, Lila. I saw you steal that bracelet. Like, I, what are you trying to do? And Lila kind of breaks down and she explains what you were referring to earlier about like her dad, like... Lila, or, or sorry, Elizabeth says, Lila, you know, why would you do this? Your father could buy you anything. And Lila says very poignantly, that's all he can do. Like, buying her things is like literally the only thing that her dad does for her is kind of, you know, her point. That's so freaking sad, but I feel like that really is her her life. And fortunately, at least in this story, when it all resolves in the end it sounds like her and her dad you know are are going to have a better relationship so yeah that's good right yeah and elizabeth and so elizabeth hasn't told jessica throughout this whole time um any details about what it is that she's worried about or in fact elizabeth at one point warns jessica to stay away from lila this is after she spotted lila shoplifting and um, Jessica's like, what do you know that I don't know? Like, or are you just jealous? She goes straight to the jealous thing again. So now it's kind of weird that Lila makes Elizabeth promise that she still won't tell Jessica what happened. And they have to kind of like send Jessica out to the car while Elizabeth stays behind with Lila. Yeah, she's trying. She's actually being kind of nice and trying to protect, you know, definitely uh, Lila, which is kind of surprising, but nice. Um, and she also knows her sister can be a bitch and she just doesn't want any more trouble for Lila than she's already going to be in. So I thought that was nice of her. Yeah, it's definitely a very nice thing to do, but it's also a very awkward scenario because Jessica's like, Lila's my friend. Like, you don't even like her. And, you know, she's out in the car while Lila, Jessica, or Elizabeth is like, Lila, don't you have something to say to these people? And then Lila <laughs> proceeds to faint. I had forgotten about that <laughs> until I went back and looked at it again in the book. Oh, so nice she and faints. And when she comes to, her dad is there, and he's going to solve everything by, like, paying back the money. Must be nice. And then they're going to have to go to juvenile hall, and even that <laughs> has to be kept a secret from Jessica, unless Lila agrees to tell her. But when Elizabeth goes out to the car to tell Jessica, like, hey, we're just going to leave, don't worry about what happened, and won't tell her what's up, Jessica says... Uh, whatever, I don't know how you say this, but her response has, is like, ow, it's got four <laughs> H's and followed by eight O's followed by eight U's. She's, that's how mad she is. That's pretty mad for a Sweet Valley girl. Yeah. I'm just, yeah, pretty mad. And does she ever mention it again? No, it's never talked about again. It's weird. She forgets really quickly about how mad she was about this as we switch <laughs> back over to the Robin storyline. Yeah, that thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's about it for the Lila shoplifting thing, but right? I think so. I mean, you know, I, I think it all worked out pretty well. She didn't end up getting in any legal trouble. Everything was taken care of, and but she's not allowed to be at that shop ever again, which, you know, agreed. That seems fair. 
Yeah. And when Elizabeth goes back to the mall, the clerk at Lizette's like sort of waves to her, but unenthusiastically. So <laughs> it's yeah. like, uh, things are a little weird at the mall. But that's funny, <laughs> though, because I think that Lila does go back to Lizette's. I'll have to keep an eye out for that. Listeners in future volumes will have to, we'll have mm. to watch for Lila returning to Lizette's. But hmm. um, they just forgot about this. <laughs> Was there anything else that you wanted to talk about with Power Play? Hmm. You know, as much as I um, disliked the Robin storyline, I feel like I would be willing to give these books another chance. Yay! Oh, it's so good. I, can't I believe love I just it. said that. Oh my god. Music to my uh, ears. Okay, well I'll uh, give you a nice long break. How about that? And then I will have okay. you back on and we'll um take advantage of the fact that we actually went to high school together to dig into <laughs> high schooly things in these books about high school. What do you say? Oh, oh boy. <laughs> Well, um, Mary-Kate, thanks again for doing this call remotely from Maryland all the way on the East Coast. I'm all the way on the West Coast. Hopefully this one sounds a little bit better for the listeners than the last one did. And thanks for being my guinea pig on this whole remote recording thing. Of course, Marissa. Anything for you. Thank you. Well, anything for you too, Mary-Kate. I love you. Love you too. Goodbye. Goodbye. That's it for this week's episode of Extra Drama. I'll put a link in the show notes to a place where you can see a picture of what Lila Fowler's Lime Green Triumph really looks like. I just want to say thanks again to Mary-Kate Battles. Special thanks this week to Nick Riley for our technical assistance. Thanks as always to Don Flaxbart, Lauren Shippen, and Jocelyn Schofield. Catch you next week. Okay, we don't really have to be goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>